The VA does a very good job on the medical side. I don't know of anybody that has any complaints. My primary care doctor is probably the best doctor I've ever had in my life. Lewis, one of my friends, good patient of mine. He only comes once a week. But I do, I enjoy him. She really comes good. in special. Yes, early I in the do. morning. Early in the morning. That's exactly why I choose VA. Choose VA today. Visit VA.gov. Born the Battle, brought to you by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, a podcast that focuses on inspiring veteran stories and puts a highlight on important resources, offices, and benefits for our veterans. Today is July 26th. Tanner is out this week unexpectedly, so he asked me to fill in. My name is Beth Blair, and I'll be your guest host today. I am a registered dietitian nutritionist, and I work out of the VA in Marion, Illinois. Like Tanner always says, I hope you are all having a great week outside of podcast land. For those of you um, out there listening, trying to figure out what a dietitian is, a little background, in order to become a registered dietitian nutritionist, you have to meet the academic and professional requirements, including earning a bachelor's degree with coursework approved by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. That coursework typically includes food nutrition sciences, food service systems, management, business, economics, computer science, biochemistry, microbiology, all of that fun stuff. After earning a bachelor's degree, before you become a registered dietitian, you must complete an accredited, supervised practice program at a healthcare facility, community agency, or food service corporation, then pass a national examination administered by the Commission on Dietetic Registration. Actually, starting in a few years, in 2024, all incoming registered dietitian nutritionists will be required to have a master's degree. So, okay, all of that is saying, as a dietitian, we are the food nutrition experts. I have been with the Marion VA for almost 10 years, so it'll be 10 years this November. And this past year, um, the Marion VA dietitians launched a podcast called Fresh Focus, As the nutrition experts, we cover topics promoting healthy eating and promoting positive health outcomes. I am lucky enough to have the opportunity to be assistant producer of the Fresh Focus podcast, which is a very unofficial title that I gave myself, but it allows me the opportunity to be involved and I get to work closely with Lindsay and Seeger, who will also be guest hosting on Born the Battle, so you'll get to hear them as well. I am also a move weight management program facilitator here at the Marion VA, and I might as well keep on plugging while I'm on here and let you all know that Fresh Focus has a whole series with six episodes regarding the move program. So please hop on over anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, check out Fresh Focus, and let us know what you think. I did want to mention there are no news releases, but remember you can find all updated VA news and blogs on blogs.va.gov forward slash Vantage. So being a guest host today allowed me the chance to go back through the archives and re-listen to some of the favorites of Born the Battle. Episode 72 kind of stuck out. There are, of course, so many great episodes. 
it's always a good idea to go back and review some of the early ones too. So I highly suggest it to our new listeners out there. Go back, check out some of the episodes, but don't go just yet. Stay with me. I wanted to share on today's Rewind episode number 72 with Libby Kim. Marine Corps veteran, stunt woman. I mean, come on. This lady is all around awesome. Listen to her as she talks about her experiences. You may have seen her on the television show called The Rookie or doing stunts on shows such as Scorpion and SEAL Team. Super cool for sure. To all veterans out there listening, thank you for your service. A big thank you for listening to Born the Battle. Please don't forget to send Tanner feedback by subscribing, leaving a review, and rating this podcast. Marine Corps veteran Leapy Kim. She's out in Hollywood. She is. Uh, she has a young career in entertainment. She does uh, stunt doubling. She does. Uh, she has some producer credits. It's really admirable. She's going to talk to us um, about her military career, her transition, her experience out there in in Los Angeles, uh, and uh, what she's really been enjoying about it. What challenges uh, she's come across and maybe she didn't anticipate. Uh, it's a really good conversation. I know you're going to enjoy it. And, and you pronounce your name Leapy, right? Yes. Yes. Like rhymes, rhymes with sleepy. Yeah. If you had a nickel for every time someone got that wrong, how would you be able to retire? Uh, yeah. No, no, seriously. <laughs> I've, I literally use that uh, lingo, you know, like since I was a kid. Like yeah. since I can't remember, I'm just like, it's Leapy. But sometimes after a while, I just kind of let it slide. If if it's just someone I'm, you know, like if, if, if I go to Starbucks or something and they're just like, uh, which, you know, and then I was like, you know, I'm not going to correct them. So, uh, we start every, uh, every interview with the, the same, the same topic. And that is the decision to join the United States military. Cause that's the one thing that we as veterans, that's the one thing we all have in common, no matter how different our services are, we all decided to join, uh, bring us back to that decision for you. Um, I've, Honestly, I've joined, I joined the Marines, um, for various reasons. Um, one of the biggest one was, um, you know, when 9-11 happened, I was actually a senior in high school. So right then and there, I, I just pretty much told myself, I'm like, you know, I really want to serve my country, you know, and of course at that time, a lot of people were angry and upset. So that was like the biggest reason. Um, but also other reasons is just because, you know, growing up in Philly, I just always felt that, you know, everyone kind of either go to college or work. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Well, I sort of did, but I didn't, I, I really wanted to be self-sufficient. So I wanted to go to college, but also joining the military to help pay for it. And also, also have something to do like a challenge. Um, and why I picked the Marines is just because, come on. It's like the hardest thing. I know we're gonna, I'm gonna get you know beef about this, but it's true. I mean, if you really think about it, it's the longest boot camp. They make you know you have to earn to, your you know to be a marine. You know you have to do the three mile run. You know shooting at 500 yard lines and uh, learning how to swim. And I didn't know any, to do any of that. I, I, I didn't know how to run like two blocks without like <laughs> dying. Um, I didn't know how to shoot. I never picked up a weapon before, and I definitely. You know, being from the city, I didn't know how to swim. So I thought to myself, I was like, well, if I'm going to join a military branch, I might as well join the hardest one and say that I did that. Because then, you know, I, you know, I didn't want to do the what if, if I joined like the army or the, again, not 
I give I give them props for you know being them, but at the same time, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying the Marines. You know, it made me, you know, a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, I, I think there's plenty. I, all the Marines in the audience are nodding their head like, yes, yeah. yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Um, I'm sure there's some, some Army Rangers and some, uh, some Special Forces guys that are like thinking like, I don't know, I don't, yeah. <laughs> um, what, what was your occupation? What was your MOS? I started off as a basic electrician, um, and then when I, got promoted to uh, NCO, um, I, I pick up a second billet, which is called PWST, which is Peacetime Wartime Service, um, which really what that means is just when our units are deployed, um, we pretty much stayed in the rear uh, to help out with, like, the family members. Um, like, you know, if, if the guys are overseas, we're just making sure, like, all the wives or the husbands um, are being taken care of and also doing a bereavement training you know, helping with yeah. funerals and stuff like that. So, yeah. Is it what, um, how, what were the, what were your years of service again? Well, I'm sorry. Your, your, your years of service. Eight. Yep. I, I, I did, I did, uh, uh, 2002 to 2008. I pretty much was a uh, reservist, um, reservist, but we were activated, uh, couple times. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, the name of the show is born the battle, but obviously we know not everybody goes to literal combat, but, um, you know, every service member has a moment of adversity, a difficulty, some sort of, uh, challenge that they have to face. Tell us about an experience like that for you. Um, I honestly, throughout the time I was in the, the Marines, I think the biggest challenge is always having to keep up. Um, I think it goes through all throughout my career there. It's just, um, you know, being short, being Asian, also being a woman, um, basically you have to kind of keep up with one of the guys, you know, either physically, emotionally, um, you know, just having to make sure you're, even though we're Marines, but I I also felt like, well, you know, I don't want to lose my integrity as a woman, you know what I mean? So, so I would say that those are my battles and my challenges. Um, like say for example, uh, like an example, um, I was at a, one of our martial arts MCMAP training. And one of the things that they do in the Marines um, is called body hardening. And pretty much what that is, um, if people don't know, it's just like you kind of punch or kick each other until, you know, you're used to it, you know. And I just remember I was I was at this uh, training, and, of course, I was the only woman, and I got partnered with another guy. You know, I'm probably not – he's not, like, the biggest dude, but he was, you know, uh, shorter than most that can be my partner and I just remember the body hardening part of it was like, you know, we were just kicking each other in the quads constantly with our boots and utes. And uh, I just remember the whole time I was like, you know, don't show your weakness, you know, just don't cry, don't whatever, and don't say no. And, you know, at first I could tell, like, he was nice. He was, you know, kind of sort of being gentle. And I said, no, no, you know, I'm a Marine. I can do this, you know. So harder, harder. But the more I hit it, like, kick him harder because I was angry, he was kicking me harder. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time I was like, crap, you know. So, and I finished the training. I was fine. I walked back to my, um, Instead of going back to my tent, I actually went to the the corpsman, uh, like the sick bay, and I pretty much as soon as I saw the dock, I like broke down, like my legs were like jello, and you know, but I didn't show that on my face, and I think that's, you know, something that I pride myself, but at the same time, I guess 
like later on in life, I realized like I should have said something. I should have, you know, I mean, it's no need. I'm a woman. I should have just said, oh man, you know, that, that, that kind of hurt a little bit or I don't know. It's just a fine line, I guess. And those are the type of challenges I go through when I, as a Marine. Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, I remember doing body hardening and I remember like my partner swinging a little, like kicking a little too hard. And I was like, yeah, no, chill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah like, let's do the exercise. But I mean, like, I, I don't want to be limping away from this. This is exactly. I, and because of that, I was, I was on, uh, was at light duty for, for almost a week. So it's, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, those are the type of things where I like, now that I think back about it, I'm like, why did I do that? That's silly. I mean, yeah, sure. It was great that I was like, you know, didn't give up. But at the same time, it's like I put myself in more, I guess, danger if, if I, I should have protected myself. Yeah. Um, so what, so have, you're, you're not in anymore, right? You're, you're separated. Yeah. So, so what, what prompted that transition? Uh, basically starting a family. Um, I was, my, my husband, my husband is also a Marine. Um, and he got, he's, he gotten out, uh, about, I want to say two years or a year um, after, um, before me. And, uh, he, you know, I just, I didn't want to have us being separated. Like if we were deployed and, you know, I just, I really wanted to separate from the military just so that we didn't have that issue of being apart you know, either in deployment. Um, but also I wanted to pursue my career as a civilian. So, um, I think that's why I, I've gotten out. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk about that career. Uh, you're out in LA in, in show business. I, uh, yeah, IMDB has shows you credits for producer, stunts, crew, actress, sort of, sort of seems like you, you do quite a, quite a bit out there uh and as far as uh, being able to contribute to any sort of production um what what inspired you know the wants to be in this industry um i so i've always wanted to be in the movie um industry i just don't know where like what part of like title of the industry um like growing up i love watching movies you know i'm a big indiana jones fan and, uh, you know, so I just love the movie business. And, uh, so that's what I went to college for. And, uh, so when I got out here to LA, I was like, okay, um, I think at that moment in time, I wanted to be a director. Like I wanted to re like, I have a really good imagination and really wanted just to put stories together. And, uh, so going through all of that, like basically working my way up from the bottom, you know, I was a PA production assistant. I was, a assistant director. I did so many different, like I wore so many different hats in the business that I realized currently what I really want to do is be more physical instead of being in front of a computer all day. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just like, I, I just enjoy myself just being more physical. And I think that's probably why the Marines, you know, that's the reason why I joined the Marines. Yeah. So I discovered doing the whole stunts. Um, I, a few a few years back because, um, I used to, because basically I used to be like one of those production assistants that like would carry like a big bottle, um, big case of water and like run up and down the, the hills. And uh, I realized like, like, man, you know, if I kind of could do this as like my job, why not? And, uh, so I, I started working, um, I guess freelance in the business and also, um, learning martial arts, um, as like a part-time thing. 
and just at least I think I got, I've gotten good at it. So I just loved it so much that, um, my, my coach, um, at the gym was like, Hey, why, you know, you're so good at this. Why won't you just become a, like a real fighter? And I thought about it. I really did. I was just like, wow, you're right. Like at that time, the UFC didn't have my weight class, but I just wanted, was like, you know, maybe I should try out to be a fighter. But then I realized as I'm getting older and I have a family, well, you know, my husband, I just didn't want to start my career off like, you know, fast ending, like start off as a fighter, but then like retire like two years later. So he was the one who actually told me, he's like, well, if you're going to, if you're already working in entertainment business and you're, you know, working for the UFC part-time, you know, why won't you put that together and be like, why won't you become a stunt woman? And I'm like, you're right. Why, why didn't I, like, why didn't I think about that? And that's how a couple years ago I realized like with uh, my skill set, people I know in the business, um, what I've learned, why not be a stunt woman? And that's yeah. how I started. Yeah. So, so, um, I mean, I, I think, I think when many of us picture, uh, a stunt woman, we're picturing someone taking like the big fall off of a building or, or something like that. But like, what, what are some of the stunts that you've done? Uh, so, uh, as in being a stunt woman? Um, most of it is training. Um, I've done definitely high falls, like falling off, not too, not too high, but definitely high. Lots of, um, basic stuff like rolls, jumping and um, diving into things. Um, I, the biggest stunt that I've done so far that was a little scary, but kind of cool at the same time was being dunked into a, or fully submerged into a barrel of honey. But not real honey, something that looks like real um, honey. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and just kind of holding my breath down there because it's so dense, you know, it's so thick that it's almost like very claustrophobic. You know, you're hmm. going super dark, can't open your eyes, can't even open it because, you, you know, you shouldn't going in your ears. Um, but that's pretty much the crazy, craziest stunt that I've done. But other than that, it's just more like basic stuff. Um, I'm hoping to sometime next year work on driving like stunt driving um and doing more crazy stuff i guess so i see that uh for this is only temporary you have a producer credit um what was your what was your contribution there as a producer um for that show um i pretty much help um with um funding um some, some of the the uh, the show but also having a little role in it as well it's really small um it's just i think it's a one-liner yeah. but i get to be a part of it because it was a you know the i know the actress and the writer and they're you know really cool and i just wanted to con contribute so one of uh one of my weird uh bucket list items is to have a producer credit on on something like on a you know on a production and uh and so i'm constantly searching kickstarter for uh, like for you know because sometimes people sometimes pledge rewards will be like and we'll give you an executive credit or producer credit on imdb or whatever uh and i, I recently found one that was like a, a um 
um, affordably priced. And uh, oh, yeah, so I'm very I'm very excited that, that sometime next year that I could uh, have a, an official producer credit on on something. I'm very. Uh, uh, that'll be my contribute to the entertainment industry. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, when that um, happens, let us know what it is, and we'll, we'll you know, make sure to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's supposed to be some like um, Adult Swim type cartoon is is how it was uh, pitched. Some sort of obscure uh, cartoon, but um, which is kind of stuff that I watch. So um, the what was what's something about the entertainment industry? that surprised you that you were that either surprised you or you were not expecting when you first started getting into it currently top of my head um right now is uh i think when i was getting in there was just not a lot of veterans um which i kind of thought that was kind of neat but also like it was scary because at first i thought that i should try to learn how to fit in you know especially transitioning out but then i realized as years pass and really getting to know the industry a little bit more, I realized like, you know, having a skill set and a mindset that's different from everyone, you know, other people is actually a good contribution to the entertainment business. Um, I mean, there's many jobs that I've gotten like freelance, you know, uh, um, in the production business where everyone's always uh, complimenting me on how like how hardworking I am and, and, and just like, you know, I will pick up trash and, you know, get water, you know, always doing the, um, you know, above. And, and I think that kind of helped with, uh, with my career a lot. Um, but yeah, I, th I think that there's just the difference is that I've never seen other veterans out there or yeah. you know, people that can relate, should I say. Are you are you connected with veterans and media and entertainment? I am. Yeah, I actually just uh, became a member uh, earlier this year, like this uh, uh, January. I decided to, you know, put in my name for it, and I've gone to a few meetings. They're awesome. I mean, yeah. The network is just amazing. So very cool. Um, there is um, I had a, a couple of friends that lived down in LA for a while, and and sort and. Was uh, not working with them, but knew some of the people there and and, and spoke highly of the um, the organization. Oh, yeah. So, um, I noticed on your under special. I'm on your website here. Uh, under, I noticed under specialized skills, uh, you have motorcycle listed. Do you ride? Yes, I do. I do, but I'm I I haven't ridden in a while because I don't have a I don't have a bike. Um, I I did one of the classes to get my license. So I got my license and every now and then, you know, if I have a friend that has a bike, I would just like go on just to refresh my skill. But uh, unfortunately, I don't have a bike. And I, I think it's honestly because I live in L.A. Um, you know, it's just the roads here are a little crazy. And I've gotten I do have a lot of friends who've gotten into accidents. So I think that unless, you know, I move out into like suburby area, I would probably be more confident or comfortable with a bike, at yeah. least now so what um what's what's something from your what's something that you gained or gleaned from your time in the military that you think is contributing to your success today um i there's a lot of things that i've gained uh in the military i think most of it most of all will probably be my um strength and um my mental note like Basically, what I've always learned from it, from the Marines, is just like never to give up because you can't say you you can't, you know, you can't give up because if you do, you get in trouble and, you know, you pay for it. 
And I think that really helped me with my career because, you know, I, I do teach um, a group of women um, self-defense and just seeing women, like empowering women that just saying like, hey, I don't know if I can do this because I'm a girl or I can't do this because, um, you know, I'm big or, um, you know, like, you know, or not healthy enough or I'm older. I just, I just, I look at them in the eye and just like, no, you can do pretty much anything, you know, if you put your mind through it, to it. And, uh, I think that kind of has carried me through my career today because transitioning from the military, you know, starting back to square one as a receptionist and at MGM and being, you know, working my way up to the totem pole, I realized like, man, I didn't give up my dream. You know, I could do it because I was really focused. So, and then when I, so till today, um, you know, when I get people who say, Hey, we heard your story. I just think that you're, that's cool that you're doing what you're doing. Um, that would be really hard. And I'm always like, no, it's not, you know, if you really focus on your dream and just really work hard on it, you can accomplish anything. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, someone who's five foot, who's a woman, you know, who can graduate as a, um, you know, as a Marine, you know, can be a stunt woman. I think not, like anything is possible. Yeah. Absolutely. How do you, how do you feel about, um, like when you, when you, in, in some of the productions that you've seen come out in the past five years, 10 years even, um, and just other, in the way that people are writing about the military experience, experience people, the way that people are writing about the veteran experience, how do you feel about Hollywood's portrayal of what it is to be a military service member and to be a veteran? Um, I believe that time has changed and they're doing a better job at it. Um, however, I feel that there still need more work in the in Hollywood. Um, just because currently, you know, when I see when I see like military shows, which by the way, there's a lot of it, which I'm so proud and I'm so happy. Like military, like people are starting to really immerse themselves in knowing how the military is like. However, like one of the challenge I realized like. Well, where, where's the female who, you know, again, I'm talking about women in the military. It's just like, there's not a lot of us, but yet when, when you see like commercials or, or, or anything media related to women, they always kind of portray us as like, um, either this like tough, like mean person, you know, or, or someone that's like broken, you know? And I just feel like, no, there's, there's women who I, I know so many veteran like women veterans are very proud of what they did, you know, regardless of what happened to them. And I just feel like I wish there's more of it to empower because even like so when civilian um, people ask me like, oh, are, were you OK? You know, did something happen to you? I just feel like, you know, we're not all the same. I just think that that story needs to be heard um, is that women have we have our challenges um, as women in the military. And I just think that it should be portrayed more empowering in the media as in, instead of us, you know, the other way around. Awesome. But that's, but like I said, I think time hopefully will change that. And hopefully I can see that through in my lifetime. But as of right now, I do notice that there are a lot of military shows, um, which I'm really proud of. Um, so, so yeah, I think we're moving on, you know, in a good way. Yeah. What a, 
you know, what are, what are some of your aspirations now, uh, now that you've done sort of a grab bag of, of responsibilities there in the entertainment industry? Like what, uh, what, what do you think is calling your name as far in the next two to five years? Are you looking to focus on the stunt stuff? Are you trying to get some more acting roles? You want to get more into producing where you want to be on that? Um, it's, it's funny that you asked me this because I lately, because of Veterans Day, I've just been getting a lot of, um, you know, people hitting me up for hearing my story and, um, which I'm really, you know, um, humbly, I'm really, you know, honored. And I just think it's like God's funny way of saying like, might be, this is what you're meant to do. Inspire others by just telling your story <laughs> because everything is very veteran, uh, relate, um, related, which I'm fine with. Um, I just haven't really had time to focus on, I guess, more of the stunt stuff and the acting stuff, but hopefully in the future. Uh, so my aspirations would be, if I can do everything that I'm doing now, but mastering in my stunts and acting, you know, as, as time goes on, I think that would be what I, I hope for. What, so. uh, what, what TV shows are you watching right now? Forge of fire. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Cause I, I guess I love knives, um, um, or weapons, uh, forge of fire. I was, don't make fun of me, but I was on like a vampire diary, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but not a lot, um, some, uh, the new, the new girl, like, um, pretty much a comedy. I think comedy is pretty good. So, yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Expedition Unknown. Oh my gosh. I love that show. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Give me, give me a veteran or a veteran organization that you're familiar with, um, that, has you excited about what they're doing right now? Okay. Well, can I give you two? You can give me two. Awesome. Awesome. Well, first off, I, I work part-time um, when I'm not stunting or training or um, working other way. Um, I, I work at the National Veterans Foundation, which is a, um, basically it's a crisis hotline nationwide. Um, a lot. It's everyone that works there are vets and uh, people call us, um, you know, if they have issues, um, PTSD, or just really need someone to talk to. And uh, one of my biggest thing, um, I'm a women's outreach coordinator for them. So what I do is just I go out, find other women veteran, and just kind of ask them or let them know that they're we're here for them if they need help with anything. It could be just trying to find benefits, resources. Um, so and also just connecting them together. You know, I'm finding there's not a lot of us in general. So I just like to find other women veteran and just really doing stuff together. You know, either if it's healing or just making us remember about, um, about when we served. So I think that's one thing that, um, one organization I love, um, because I work for them. And, but one other one that I'm thinking about joining is team Rubicon. Mm, team Rubicon yeah. is awesome. Aren't they? They're super yes. cool. And, um, what, well, I guess with all the extreme, um, disaster, natural disasters lately, I, I just feel like in my heart, like, I want to do something. And so I, I told my husband, I was like, next year, I think I really want to give back in a different way. Um, instead of just talking, I want to go back out there and start digging and, you know, might be using my electrician skills and start helping wire some stuff. Um, you know, but I think they're a really awesome organization. I know our Dela Cruz, um, I think he was on your podcast and, uh, yeah, so we every now and then um, keep in touch, and but I just think what they're doing is amazing, and I really want to be a part of that. So, 
Yeah, yeah. We, um, uh, you know, Team Rubicon is is an organization that uh, has been partnered with with VA uh, uh, for a while, and um, one that I think just about everybody in the veteran community appreciates. Not only what they're doing for our local communities that are suffering from uh, from a natural disaster, but what they're doing for the veteran community and being able to provide veterans an opportunity to give back to their give back to their community and to serve their community and to serve their nation in a way that is meaningful out, you know, after their military service. And I think that, I think that that's just as valuable. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, Leapy, it's, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for talking to us about, uh, about your service and, and, and your acting. Is there, should we be on the lookout for anything you're doing soon? Like do you got anything uh, in the hopper or are you, are you working on auditions and other projects right now? Um, currently right now at this very moment, it's just auditions. Um, and I, like I said, I think that with all these amazing exposure as a veteran, um, I, I hope to in the future have some more gigs like this. So, but yeah, no, I was just auditioning and, and um, inspiring others. Yes. I give up. <laughs> yes. I appreciate your time and I appreciate uh, you sharing your story. And most of all, thank you for your service to our country. Also, going with the super cool lady veteran theme for my guest hosting Rewind episode, the veteran of the day I chose is Olga Custodio. She is phenomenal. I loved reading her story. She wanted to become a pilot, was basically basically told, no, you are a woman, you are a mom, it may not be the best idea. Then, boom, she did it anyway. And, of course, went on to graduate in the top 5% of her class, becoming the first Latina to complete Air Force pilot training. Uh, her first assignment was as the first female instructor at Laughlin Air Force Base, obviously have to shout out from one mom to another way to go you are amazing thank you for your service to all veterans out there listening thank you for your service and a big thank you for listening to born the battle remember you can find more va news and veteran of the day stories on blogs.va.gov forward slash vantage we gotta get them one way or the other machine gun bullets fly day night rain my desk is a rock where the drug lords cut up millions. My pen is a 7.62 round that'll cut them down in an instant. Point, click, pull the trigger to the tune of falling brass. Pull benefits in a purple heart and a Russian made bullet in my bag. Raining down lead, punching that. Thousand rounds, and I ain't bringing back one.